Okay, we are going to be going over my three steps that I do to start decluttering any space, no matter how big or how small. What are the first, the three steps that I do every time, no matter what, to declutter and get a space organized? Number one, get the stuff out of the space that doesn't belong. Doesn't matter if you're organizing your car, your garage, your pantry, your pocketbook, your bedroom, the laundry room, any space at all, get the stuff out of the way that doesn't belong in that room. In the pantry, that could be empty containers, dishes, um, empty cereal boxes. Um, in your purse, it's the trash. It's the stuff that you just didn't take in the house. It's your kid's sock that they left in the car so you put in your purse so it would come inside. Um, <laughs> these are the things that we get out of the space. In the laundry room, it's the clean stuff you haven't put away yet. Scoot that on out in the hallway. I love to use my one laundry basket. Yes, one laundry basket for six people. We have one laundry basket and I love to put the stuff that needs to be in a different space or that's already folded, stick it in there, put it out in the hallway for the kids to come and collect and it's not cluttering up my laundry room. The other things that need to be removed from the laundry room, empty bottles, um, empty containers, other people's laundry baskets, shoes that got left in there for no reason. You know, all these different <laughs> things that just need to be organized into different categories, like what needs to exit the space so that you can tidy up and put the things away that need to be put away in the space. Um, if you're doing a pantry, we're going to get all of those empty expired foods, all the trash, all the debris, exit the space with that stuff so that you can see what you actually have and what needs to be in there. Then uh, decide Step two, once you get all the stuff that doesn't belong out of the space, step two is to create zones. Where do those things need to be? In the pantry, we're gonna put the, the breakfast items together, the canned foods together, the boxed foods together, the pastas together, the rices together. You know, what do we have that needs to be contained in its categories? I have, um, you know, this is a category that I could like to create with um, most of our stuff we do so we would do tuna near the peanut butter because those are both sandwich items, right? We're going to make tuna salad, put it on a sandwich or crackers or, you know, whatever, um, maybe a salad. But we're also going to do the peanut butter. My kids love to get into that stuff. I also have the mac and cheese beside there because my kids are the ones who are making mac and cheese when I'm gone to work. <laughs> those are the easy things that I categorize for my pantry. My kids use these things. Those are the things that are going to go in the category for my children to be able to get to easily. The dinner items, I like to have those on a shelf together or in an area together where they can be easily collected for a meal. My, other, my oldest is gluten-free. She has specific foods that she eats that the other kids will not care if it's gluten-free and eat it all up, but then she can't eat the other stuff. So I have an entire basket in the pantry for just her foods, her gluten-free specialty foods. Um, so these are some ways that I have organized in other pantries and in other places. I will set aside, um, you know, sometimes I make an entire category of the stuff that my husband uses 
or, you know, the babysitter would use. What are the categories that you need for your pantry or for your space? The garage, I want all the tools together. I want all the outdoor gardening stuff together. I want all the flower pots together. I want the kids' toys together. You know, what are the categories that need to be made in your space? In the laundry room, we want all of our detergents together and the ones we're currently using and then the back stock. So if you have room on your shelf, do them like a grocery store, the ones you're using in front and the ones that you're not ready to use behind them. The, um, the other ways we do this is to put the ones that I'm not using in a basket. Um, and so once we've created our zone, so step one is to <laughs> figure out what doesn't belong, get it all out of the way. Step two is you're going to create zones or placement for the items that you actually are keeping. Categorize those things. What do you have in the space? Do you have, um, you know, in the kitchen, do you have office supplies, kids stuff? Do you have, you know, what are the specific things that you have in this space that need to be together? Because we don't need to have your arts and crafts stuff next to the breakfast. Like that doesn't usually make sense, right? Um, if your kids are going to do arts and crafts while they're eating their breakfast before school, fine, put them together. Like that makes sense. If you're going to use them at the same time, go ahead and put them together. Um, you know, same with the tuna fish and the peanut butter. You want to typically think about those being together in the pantry because tuna fish is either in the packets or the cans, but <laughs> the way we use it is as a sandwich option. So those are the things that we do that's a little bit different. I want you to be unique to your family, make your family's needs the most functional layout for organization as possible. So step one, get the stuff out that doesn't belong. Step two, create your zone. Where do those things need to be? Step three would be figure out if you need any containers or organizational products to fit the space so that your organization system works better. Would it work better for your family to have all your breakfast items in one basket? Like for my daughter's gluten-free stuff, she wants all of that in one basket. And we have a ton of other gluten-free options, but those aren't her, her go-tos. Those aren't the things that we need to keep the kids away from. Who cares if the kids get into the lentil noodles? They're probably not going to anyways. They're getting the mac and cheese, right? Um, so what do we need to keep separated? What do we need to help with it visually so that it is an easy, you know, do you want all of your dinners, all of your dinners separated into, okay, this is for spaghetti night. Let's put it in a spaghetti night basket. This is for taco night. Let's put it in a taco night basket, right? What works for your family and your specific ease of use? What is going to make this the easiest for you to use? Do you want all of your sandwich options in a basket together? Do you want all your kids' snack foods together in one space? Do you need containers for them? Do your kids actually close up a cereal box or do you need to potentially use a container with a lid to keep that thing sealed? Uh, what works for your family? My kids, we go back and forth. Sometimes we do the containers and sometimes we just keep it in the boxes. Um, in the summertime, I typically just keep it in the boxes. Um, during the school year, sometimes I'll buy several at a time. If I buy several at a time, I'm going to put a couple of them in the containers together. It just depends on what 
our life looks like and how much shopping I've done. Like, what do we have to work with? I don't want six boxes of cereal in the pantry. That takes up too much room. So containing them works a lot better. It gives us a lot more space. In this house, we have a tiny pantry compared to our last one. This is the size of, actually, it's a third the size of our linen closet in our last house. This pantry is so small. So I have to think through for each space that I'm using for myself, for my clients, for my children, I have to think through the process of who's using all of these things, what's going to be the easiest way for them to use these things and make it really functional so that they aren't having to move things out of the way to get to what they want. The very next thing we're going to do is decide what containers we need. If we need containers, if we need anything specific to complete this space. So for my laundry room, I purchased some deeper baskets. For my pantry, I, or, I ordered a couple of different containers to put some things in. Um, for my pocketbook, I got a couple of little makeup pouches to categorize a couple of things that kept getting lost and having to dig, it kept me from having to dig through <laughs> to find things. So uh, what do you need to make the space the most convenient for you to use so that things aren't getting lost, you're not having to look for things, and you can easily get to anything that you needed when you need it. Um, those are the three steps. So we are going to declutter anything that doesn't belong in the space, make categories and zones for the things that are staying in the space, and then determine if we need any type of container. Now, before we would ever do any shopping, we have to do the other steps first because what if you have this whole pantry, right? This whole beautiful pantry to organize. And once you get through, you, you know, you go ahead and you buy all the containers and all the different things, the baskets and uh, decorative things that you wanted to put in, you know, your decanters and everything, and you've got it all ready to set up. And then you realize that half your baskets or your containers are the wrong size. So you have a handful of things in this huge gallon size container or this huge gallon sized amount of things to put in this little quart sized container. That, that is the reason that we must do the first two steps before we do any purchasing. So when I come and do an in-person organizing session or whether we do a virtual organizing session, we have to get through the first two steps before we do any purchases at all. We have to so that you are making the best choices and you get the right type of organization. So sometimes you think that the containers are going to work really well for you, but once you get everything in their zones and you have these categories all set up, you realize that you could just put it all in one basket and it would be the most functional for the way that you use it. Maybe you don't need little drawer dividers and containers and all these different things for your office supplies if it just fits in one little basket and you can get to it easily and just pull out what you need from there. What if that's all you need? It saves so much money, so much time, so much frustration, <laughs> but we've got to get the first two steps done before we do any purchasing of containers, before we know what's going to be right for the space. Because sometimes when we're doing a project, we relocate items to another space all together. So maybe you've been storing your paper towels in your kitchen forever and you've had cluttered countertops because your paper towels are all a whole package of paper towels is under your sink or in the cabinet that you should be using to put some of those appliances in. 
Once we relocate those to the laundry room in an unused upper cabinet that you can still get to super easy for pulling the one paper towel roll down at a time, then you have all of that space where the paper towels were to put your appliances. And you didn't need to have, you know, 18 rolls of, <laughs> of paper towels in your kitchen anyways. So these are the things that we have to think about. And the reason that I do them in these processed steps. So number one, eliminate what doesn't belong. Number two, figure out where things need to go, what categories they're going to be in and create those zones. Number three, figure out if you need any containers or baskets or storage solutions. Maybe you need to purchase a bookshelf or something small to, you know, a different shape piece to make the the space more functional. So these are all things that we go through in any organizing session, whether it be in person or online in a virtual organizing session. We can get through these together and I will give you all the steps that you need and I will be with you holding your hand all the way, answering your questions, giving you organizing product suggestions. I love to look for those in easy places. Um, And I have my go-to items that typically work for most solutions. All right. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. If you want to schedule a session, you can do that at the SOSmom.com. That is T-H-E-S-O-S-M-O-M.com. And I would absolutely love to work with you, whether that be in person or virtually. So have a great day. I hope that you enjoyed this and got a lot out of it. And if you are able to get a space organized based on my tips and suggestions from the podcast, please leave a review for me about that. That would mean so much to me to hear how this is helping you. It really does brighten my day and warm my heart to know that this is getting to you and this is giving you the answers and the solutions that you need to declutter your home and to make your home more functional so that you have the time to do the things that you want to do. Because who wants to keep spending their time cleaning up their house and moving things from one place to another and just never feeling like they're on top of it? That's not where I want you to be. I want you to be ahead of it. I want you to feel in control of your things. I don't want them to control you. So if this is helping you, please leave a review for me um, on any listening device. You can even go to Google and (laughs) leave a review. I would love that so much. It really does brighten my day and means so much to me to hear from you about how this is helping you. All right, you guys have a great day. I will talk to you soon and you can email me at hello at the SOS mom.com. I will talk to you soon. Bye.